Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. Go Comets. Go Comets. We're here to bring you everything you need to know about the college football world. Big day today, Matt. My microphone magically started working again after three weeks, four weeks of being in-op. You're drunk as a skunk from your uh, golf outing. Good day. True. Good day Great day. All around. Great day. Sunday fun day, as they say. Sunday fun day. What are we doing today? Tell the folks. So we are going to take a look at the opposite ends of the conference that we previewed last week. We're going to go Big Ten East and Mac East. We'll take a look at departures and returns, schedule, strengths and weaknesses, and of course, as a prediction pod does, we will predict the future. Absolutely. So one topic we should probably talk about first, though. There's been some news (laughs) in Big Ten country. So uh, Urban Meyer on administrative leave for his handling or accused handling, supposed handling. There's a lot of moving parts to this, but the former Ohio State wide receiver coach, Zach Smith, accused of assaulting his wife many a time. Urban Meyer's wife, Shelly, apparently knew about it. Uh, accusations that he knew about it. Whole lot. Matt, what are your thoughts on the situation? So... In terms of tonight's pod, we are going. I'm going to move forward, assuming that Urban Meyer is the head football coach at Ohio State this fall. I have many reactions to this, but we are going to do an emergency pod. If right now you're willing to go on record, we will do an emergency pod whenever Ohio State comes to a conclusion on this event. Otherwise, I'm going to assume that he is, not because I think he should. Or should not, but that's all that I know at this point. Yeah, I will commit to that. I think that's the prudent move because who knows what his fate is going to be. I'm actually operating on the assumption he's not going to be the head coach, nor do I think he should be the head coach is all I'll really say about that. But I think it's a he went on administrative leave. I think that's a bad sign for his career. Right. I think he's done. Okay. But we don't know. We, you know, we, this is we, August we 5th. Yeah, it's August 5th at 6.30 p.m. We have no idea. So, we'll see. Things might change by the time this is published. In them. Anyways, yeah, Matt, let's jump right in. You want to lead us off in the old Big Ten East? Yes, sir. So, if we're looking at departures and returns, I have to say the number one departure in the Big Ten East is JT Barrett. Agreed. If you're not an Ohio State fan, you have waited for him to graduate for about six and a half years. And... <laughs> He finally has. JT Barrett has run out. Thank God. Oh, my God. Has run out of eligibility. Trace McSorley is offensively the strongest returner. And then um, there's not a a non-biased opinion I can take here. It is somewhere between Nick Bosa and Rashawn Gary on the defensive side of the ball in terms of who's the best defensive returner on this side of the conference. For I mean, as we said in our Michigan pod, look at those stats. I don't really think there is a debate. I I agree, but that's not the way the world goes. So. Hashtag Bosa overhyped. Agree, agree. So, but either way. Both both excellent players. I, I'm not going to pretend yes. like Nick Bosa is not quality. So we have Bosa, Absolutely. we have Rashawn Gary. I think we have a lot of loaded returners on the defensive end. McSorley leads the class offensively. I, I wouldn't sleep on 
Wisconsin's offensive line. I wouldn't sleep on Hornybrook. No. I wouldn't sleep on Lewerke. So a lot of firepower. I think, you know, we on our West pod, Wisconsin, barring something insane, walks away with the West. But this... Uh, <laughs> Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes. Go Hawkeyes. Uh, this, this side of the conference, to me, is the best... A division in college football period and i don't think there's an argument against i like no agreed 100 percent. there's not another conference that has four heavy hitters so we're looking at no. ohio state michigan michigan state penn state not another conference can the, o- the only other conferences that were like four guys could four teams could potentially win a division like that aren't good conferences because the, the conference is just so bad but it's there's like, not wow. another four I, I think there are a couple twos Right, I bet it. I bet if we went like into the Sun Belt, or no, no, no. So non-power five, I bet we could find four. SEC West, but SEC no power West, five. you'd roll with Bama and Auburn. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. After that, though, like you're gonna put up LSU or Mississippi State, like that, like Arkansas. That that doesn't make sense. Pac-12, same deal. Pac-12 North. I think we have some some strong teams. I don't think we have four though. So let's let's talk about our four. Um, do you have any other notes outside of departures and returns? Well, you left off Saquon. Huge loss Fair. for Penn State. Fair. Uh, that's a lot of firepower they're going to be missing. We'll see how they come back. You know, life post-Saquon. I don't think it's a death sentence or anything. Um, but that it'll be interesting to see how they adapt to that change. Well, but no, I think that's, I think that's it. If we're on it's departures, though— departure. For Penn State, I actually think Joe Moorhead departing for the Mississippi State True. job is a bigger job. is a bigger mm-hmm. departure for that program than Saquon. Eh, uh, I might roll with that for a buck, maybe buy that for a buck. For a buck, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I might buy that for fifty cents. I don't know if I'm quite buying that for a buck because of the way that this division is mixed up. I, I am not certain who has the best schedule here. Because everybody's yeah. everybody's schedule is rough. Is there a team that stands out to you that comes out on top schedule wise? So I think of if we're just talking the four right now. Yep. The four being OSU, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan, right, State, right. the folks at home. Um, I think Ohio State has a pretty favorable schedule. Not to say it's easy, but I think they have some good pacing mm-hmm. um, in their non-conference. Uh, so game one, they host Oregon State, should blow them out. Game two, Rutgers. They do play TCU in a neutral site, but OSU should win that game, I feel. Um, <laughs> well, we're putting a big question mark on, is Urban Meyer the head coach or not? True, 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 true. You're, so, all so things, Evan, you, all things you being equal. on the assumption that he's not. So he's not. Do they still win? I think they still win. Interesting. I think because of how well he's recruited and set up a, a – an infrastructure, if you will, at the program. Um, as long as, you know, the other coaches can keep it together. It should, the ship should sail itself, I feel like, at least for one season. Um, but anyways, after that game, they have Tulane. They do go to Penn State. That'll be a tough one. But then their next, like, the next time they play someone, have one of the heavy hitters in the East is until November 10th, where they go on the road to Michigan State. Um, and then they host Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, not to say Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, like those are going to be easy games, but they're well spaced out. It would be way worse if you had them. Like Michigan's got some heavy hitters back to back to back. Sure. 
Uh, to me, that's one of the rougher – the Michigan schedule is one of the rougher yeah. schedules in the Big Ten East. The only home game they get is Wisconsin. Agreed. Yeah, Michigan has a murderous row. Um, uh, I don't want to get into it too much because we just did a whole podcast. But uh, very rough schedule. I but you're playing at, that... at East Lansing and at Columbus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's rough. It's not going to be fun. That's rough, yeah. Uh, but looking at the other two, Michigan State and Penn State, um, I think Penn State is going to have a little – has a little bit of a, a rough road starting September 29th. They host Ohio State and then Michigan State, so better than on the road, but that's going to be two tough games back-to-back. Then they're at Indiana. Then mm-hmm. they host Iowa and Michigan. Um, so the, those five games could have gone worse if more of them were on the road, but that's still going to be a rough f- five weeks Agreed. of football. Uh, Michigan State does not have a similar murder row, although they do go at Penn State, then host Michigan. But right. I, I think of those four, Penn State and Michigan have the harder Hardest schedule. Agree. So if we are saying that Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan take the top four spots in the Big Ten East. Yeah. Let's talk about Maryland, Indiana, and Rutgers. Where where do you stand with those three squads in terms of first, how do you rank them? Number two, what advantages do you see in them? You know, are, are we bowl eligible or are we just finishing above where – our counterparts are finishing. Uh, I think Maryland probably has the best chance of being bowl eligible of those three. Um, I would rank them Maryland, Indiana, Rutgers. Interesting. Um, Why think, is Maryland the I, most bowl eligible? Um, I guess I like their head coach, DJ Durkin, and they brought in Matt Canada. So I think uh, we'll see some improvement. And I think there has been some slow but steady improvement at Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Last year, Indiana had five wins, so like in theory, could they get it one more? But two of those wins came against FCS opponents. Rutgers lost to Eastern last year, and they're blown out fifty-six to nothing by Ohio State. Like that does not give me hope for the Scarlet Knights. That said, there's some weird stuff going on in Rutgers. You know, they got that quarterback who was originally a Miami mm-hmm. commit, and then he decommitted to stay in state. I'm blanking on the, the guy's name. Yeah. He's the first top 100 recruit Rutgers had since 2012. Right. And I think we've seen progress from Rutgers, but I don't see a scenario where they are not last in the Big Ten East. Same. Same. I mean, and to that progress you're talking about. So in 2016, they allowed 37.5 points a game. Chris Ash cut it down to 28. Mm-hmm. Point three in 17, significant improvement over a touchdown. She's still giving up 28 points a game. That's not going to be helpful. So, yeah, I mean, I think we'll see some improvement from them, but I agree. I, I see them coming in last. For the bottom three, I think Matt Canada has a supreme opportunity to make an impact on where mm-hmm. Maryland finishes. I have been a believer in Matt Canada. I think you got a short end of the straw at LSU. And if his system works, I could definitely see Maryland coming out fifth over Indiana mm-hmm. and Rutgers. I, it, to me, Rutgers is clearly seventh. Indiana, great offensive line, great wide receivers. We've seen them go up-tempo. We've seen them been mm-hmm. explosive on offense. For all three teams, I question the quarterback play. So 
Yeah. You know, without that type of uh, leader and that type of experience, it's really a crapshoot, which is why I'm kind of throwing it up into the hands of, you know, a different type of leader in your offensive coordinator for Maryland and Matt Canada that they come out on top of the uh, the other three. But to me, for Maryland, Indiana, Rutgers, we're going to go in that order. Agreed. Agreed. So what's your rank for the t- other four, then? Interesting. So I have really gone back and forth on, to me, Penn State is clearly four. Interesting. Clearly. Clearly. No, clearly four. They have a whole new offensive system. I think without Joe Moorhead, that's a bigger deal than what people are making of it. And without Saquon, people are going to be able to key in on McSorley in a way that they couldn't before because you could either, you know, you have a more deadly option in the backfield. Now, up top, uh, I've said it on too many pods at this point to go back. So <laughs> I'm going to say Michigan one. Michigan State, two. Ohio State, three. Wow. Ohio State, three. Now, don't get me wrong. This news with Urban Meyer is... Which is part of my thinking. ...is now factoring <laughs> into my decision-making. You know, when we did the West Pod, I said Ohio State is going to right. be the rep. You know, if he's not there, might they lose a game that they shouldn't? I think that's definitely possible. I don't think the wheels will come off the train and it'll be a train wreck. Like, they're, they're going to go bowling. They're going to have a good season. But, like, might Michigan be able to pick them off at the end? Maybe, if there's some chaos. Um, so I'm actually softening my stance on Michigan's ability to go to Indy. So Michigan, um, Michigan State, for, who I picked for a second, has 19 returners. 19. 20, depending on how you look at it. Because I, I get two uh, college football magazines. And so Lindy's one ranks 19, one ranks 20. I think, you know, depending on how many starts the guy needs to have in the season to get a couple sure. stars. But point is, whole lot of dudes coming back for Michigan State. So on a nine-win team, you have 19 or 20 guys coming back. You think under Mark D'Antonio they're going to regress? Not necessarily. I, mean, I don't see that happening. Yeah. No. So, so to me, no way. And – The opening they have is the drama around Urban Meyer, as well as... I mean, there's drama in East Lansing. Not with the heat heat that's in Columbus right now. Fair, fair. And East Lansing has an established quarterback. Brian Lewerke, who can move. Who can move, who can also throw. Dwayne Haskins, who I think is talented, but has yet to prove himself. Relatively unknown quantity. Well... He beat the brakes off us in the second half of... That's diff- that was uh, difficult to do last year. <laughs> the Michigan game. I love the amount of returners for Sparty. The reason I'm with Michigan, number one, this is this may be the best defense Michigan's had all time. Better than the 97 defense. I could buy that. Yeah, That's I possible. could buy that, for sure. Ginormous question mark around Shea Patterson. And what does... Huge, huge. Yeah, but the thing is, if he is as great as they are pretending he is, or saying he is, that's your team. That's yeah. it. That good night. Because if that quarterback is that good, that defense is going to stop people. The issue Michigan had last year is they were stopping people. They stopped Michigan State. They stopped Wisconsin. They stopped Ohio State through the first half. Couldn't score though. So you have a quarterback who deals. To me, that's it. I think. 
I've made my case for for Penn State, and uh, I don't know. It, it will be an interesting throwdown in Indy if Wisconsin and Michigan end up there. Fair. I will say, with this stuff going on in Columbus, I'm actually going to put Ohio State Michigan tied. Interesting. Right now. Okay. For one, and then I will say, you know what, Matt? You made a good argument. You just convinced me right here. I'll plug Penn State three. Okay. And Penn State four. No, that's not what said, I had written down Penn in State my twice, notes. So. Oh, Ohio State, Michigan tied yep. for first. Yep. Michigan State in second. Okay. Penn State fourth. That's where I'm at. It's not what I had written in my notes, but you know, you made a pretty good argument. In Indy, based on our pods, yep. I'm saying Michigan plays Wisconsin. Yeah, I... I'm still going to say Ohio State and see how this stuff plays out in Columbus. But I think Michigan's odds starting to increase. Who does Ohio State play? Wisconsin. Or no, excuse me. <laughs> Iowa. You almost had me, Matt. You almost, almost. had me. Almost. All right. You ready for some action? Let's do it. Looking at that East, man, I think... Remind the listeners who you took out of the West. NIU. Northern Illinois. The Huskies. Right. RAR. Okay. Um, so coming out of the East. So if... Coming out of the East, I think it's going to be the OU Bobcats. Mm-hmm. I have the ranking as follows in the East. And just to remind the folks at home who's in the East. So I'm going number one, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Number two, Buffalo. Number three, Miami of Ohio. Number four, Akron. And then, honestly, tie for last place. Like, it could be either or. Uh, Bowling Green or Kent Kent State. I think, interestingly, last year, uh, I don't think either of the best teams made it to the MAC uh, championship game. I think Ohio was the best team in the East last year. They dropped two stupid games to Akron and Buffalo late in the season that iced them out. Um, I think this will be their year, though history's not on their side. Matt, did you know the last time OU won the MAC championship game was in 1968? Really? I mean, law of averages at some point. Says, yeah. I think they're going to be much better, and like, hopefully they don't – I mean, hopefully they don't drop those games, but we'll see. I mostly agree. I, I don't know what to do with Akron. To me, OU wins the East. I actually think, o, yeah. I, I think OU wins the MAC, straight up. I can see that. And then it, it's very close for second between Buffalo, Miami, Akron. Really? I, I'm having a hard time dogging the defending champs, Akron, in favor of Miami mm-hmm. and Buffalo. Miami. Hang on. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Okay. Might need that out. Didn't uh, Toledo win the MAC championship? No, Akron won the East. Oh, I, well, I think based when you said – the defending champ. Defending, champ. defending, defending. So yeah, yeah. I have a hard time dogging the defending East champions, Akron, in that mm-hmm. you're going to drop all the way to four after winning the division the previous year. They went seven and seven last year. Then they're losing their their defensive coordinator retired. Right. I think that's bad for their defense. Not that you, in the MAC. You I don't just said either. if Urban Meyer. Like, probably the second best college football coach of all time gets fired. The wheels are not going to completely fall off at Ohio State. Why are they going to fall off at Akron if the defensive can we disag- Can we agree that there's a slight difference between the infrastructure that supports the Ohio State program <laughs> and the infrastructure that supports the University of Akron's program might be a little bit different? I can agree that it's different. I don't, I don't know that they'll fall apart. They're also going to a two-coordinator format, which I never like. I mean, There's no ship with two captains. There's no country with two kings. 
you should not have two coordinators for one side of the ball. My Evan was Orr's humble opinion. <laughs> I don't think Akron's going to be bad, but I'm, I don't know. We'll see. I think they're fourth. Okay. Could they, they open at Nebraska. Could they pick off a Big Ten team? No. No? Well, just thought I'd ask. They also have a very rough schedule. I think they might have the roughest schedule in the East. As I said, they open at Nebraska. The next week, they're at uh, Northwestern. Then they're then I think they have a week off. Then they're at Iowa State. They play Miami. They're at Buffalo. They play Northern Illinois from the West. And then they're at Ohio to end the season. Yeah. That is a rough schedule for a MAC team. That's why I'm putting them at four. I, I'm not sold on Nebraska. If you were like Akron beat Nebraska, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I can't believe that's that's unbelievable. I just asked you if that could happen. You immediately, without hesitation, said no. That's fair. So I, I guess <laughs> I. I and I was looking at too much. I, I don't see them beating Northwestern. I don't see them beating Iowa State. Yeah. So they play on the road at Buffalo and OU, which is going to be mm-hmm. an issue for for the Bobcats. But I I also haven't seen Miami in a position where they could win a conference in about like ten years. So I don't know why I haven't third. I haven't third. I don't think they're going to. See, to you, it's very clear. Like, OU, then I think Buffalo next. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about Miami real quick. Sure, let's do it. Um, you know, they have Gus Ragland coming back, their starting quarterback mm-hmm. from last year, who is pretty good, especially for max standards. But Michigan fans might recognize the name Alex Malzone uh-huh. as a transfer who came in who potentially could unseat Ragland. Uh-huh. Uh, I wonder if that would be honestly bad for the team. Yeah. Um, new guy coming in, learning a new system, blah, blah, blah. Uh, when you have this experienced guy who's, I mean, what they do last year? They went five and seven last year, so I guess he's not much of a winner. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. They went 0-6 last year and then ended the year 6-6. Six and six. You have to be impressed by that. And then they won Agreed. the bowl game. Agree. Um, Agree. So I, maybe they're not as bad as I'm making them out to be, but I think they're Clearly third. I think – so let me tell you why I think Buffalo is clearly two because we agree okay. at OU1, right? Right. Agree. So last year they have a whole lot of offensive uh, firepower, if you will. Yeah. Number one in the MAC in passing, number nine in rushing, number five in scoring, number three in overall offense. Uh, they're returning. They're starting quarterback. They're starting running back. One of their tight ends, two of their wide receivers, and four of their five linemen come mm-hmm. back. They should be scoring on peeps. Um, their defense isn't great; wasn't great last year. But I think in the MAC, you know, certain conferences you can survive. The Big Twelve, you can survive with a bad defense. I think the MAC, you can survive with a bad defense, right. especially if you're just running up the score on people. Right. Um, and to to be fair, their defense did improve. Like in 2016, they were 96th overall in the NCAA, and then last year they were 71. So that's a pretty big jump. I don't expect them to be like top 25. Dude, but, but Buffalo, I also Buffalo think, gave up 194 yards per game rushing last year. That's terrible. You just got outscore. You just got don't stop shooting. You Dude, know? their their schedule. They also their schedule's not bad. They don't play Northern Illinois from the West. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers is their only Power Five opponent. They host Miami and Akron. All right, I think all right, their all toughest right. games are going to be at Toledo, at OU, ha- and then they host. Auburn. How about this? How about this? How about this? What's up? October thirty. Buffalo plays Miami at home. Yeah. Winner of that game is second in the East. 
Yeah, I could see that. Probably, yeah. It's gonna be close. That's the head to head. That's gonna be a tiebreaker. I, so. I think so. And you know, before that game, would you say that game was on thirtieth? Thirtieth. Matt, we got a Sudoku game between Sudoku. these two teams. Okay. You know, I love a good Sudoku you game. Do, you they do both love a good play. Sudoku. They both play Army. Buffalo plays them. Uh, Buffalo hosts Army September 29th, and then Miami travels to West Point on the 20th of October, the week before this matchup. What a great way to compare a little Sudoku game the week before. How does Army come out of those matchups? 2 0. <laughs> the fuck yeah. out of here. Oh my God. They're 0 2. Good Lord. You, Good think, Lord. you think Army's going to lose to them both? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. Don't sound the Vinnies, man. They can beat people out throwing a pass. All right, so on, I I'm not 100 percent certain. Will we bet dinner at the tavern on? Do you remember? No, but I'm always willing to make multiple bets on dinner at the tavern. Well, let's. So after dinner, we'll walk across the parking lot to, to 50-20. Yeah, beers 50-20. Army is. It's an Italian restaurant. I'm gonna get wine. It's fine. Uh, you can get whatever you want because you're buying. Uh, <laughs> uh, Army is zero and two. You're saying they're two and zero. If they go one and one, then uh, we push. Love it. Great. On wax. All right, on wax. So MAC Conference Championship features which two teams? MAC Conference Championship features Ohio mm-hmm. University Bobcats. Mm-hmm. Nate O'Rourke, mm-hmm. under center, mm-hmm. V, Northern Illinois Huskies. It's in Detroit, right? Yep. Detroit. Do you agree? I agree. I think the uh, Northern Illinois faces more competition from Toledo than OU does from Buffalo or Miami, but... Uh, I agree with that. If we're if we're throwing, I think Buffalo is good, but yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, with that if, if we're throwing it down on wax, I'm going Ohio versus Northern Illinois in Detroit. We'll see you there. Agreed. So Matt, we're running a little long, but there's it's two right. questions I want to ask you. One's Mac related, one's not. Okay. Buffalo head coach. Speaking of Buffalo, yeah. Lance Leopold okay. from Wisconsin Whitewater. Alli- you know, alliter- we are. alliteration. Yeah, and a phenomenal uh, Division three school. Okay. You know he's won the D three championship game a couple times. Sure, uh, he's thirteen and twenty three at Buffalo. Can he survive another six and six season, seven and five season? They yes. were six and six last year. Yep. You think so? Because that's just it's the Mac and in either of those. So to me, six and six is starkly different than going five and seven because you're bowling. You win a bowl game. I come off that win. What type of precedent is the Buffalo administration going to remove them? Now, you don't go bowling? Okay, fine. I, I'm kind of with you there. Y- you get your six wins, I think you're safe for the 2019 season. Agreed. And I hope he's – I mean, you know, we're fans of odd teams. Sure. I've always kind of watched Wisconsin Whitewater from afar. I hope I hope he makes it, makes survives the jump. Second question. We I failed to overlook this when we were talking about the West last year. Or, excuse me, last week. Hawkeyes. Iowa Hawkeyes. Every year, they have a game against the Iowa State Cyclones. Yeah. You were the best man yeah. at a wedding of a diehard Iowa fan. Yeah. 
I was the best man at a wedding of an Iowa State alum. Interesting. Okay. Who do you think is going to win that game? How do we not go on wax about this? Shout out to Eric. Shout out to Putz. Agree. Agree. Big fans of 15 Minute You. Um, big fans. Big fans. Uh, I'm rolling Hawkeyes, man. Yeah? Yeah. Nate Stanley, come on. I, I'm like almost on your bandwagon, except I recognize that Wisconsin is just way better than I was. <laughs> way better. Well, uh, sorry, Eric. Wait, where's uh, the, where's the game, though? I Let me look it up real quick. I'm also going to roll Hawkeye ah. on that one. So, ah. Sorry, Eric. Before he looks it up, man. he goes, let me look yeah. it up. But uh, before I do that, let me just tell you, I'm going with Iowa. It is at uh, at Hawkeye. Okay, good night. Kinnick, good night. Yeah. Good night. Appreciate yeah. you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I say that the Cyclones walk out hypnotized. Boom. There you go. Personal connections to two squads from the Midwest. Love it. Love it. We shall see. So just to confirm before we sign off, if – um, Army goes 0-2, you're buying drinks at 50-20 if they're 2-0, and yeah. I owe drinks. If they they're go 1-1, we, push we buy our own drinks. Yeah. we got to figure out what that tavern bet was for. If we buy our – if they go 1-1, Claire buys drinks. <laughs> Love it. Love that. <laughs> Be good if she had an income, but yeah. some other time. So, <laughs> Scott, all right, Scott thank you buy. so much, folks, for tuning in. It's been another week of 15 Minute You Remember, you can find us on Apple Podcast app, iTunes, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. While you're hitting the subscribe button, if you give us a rating, we would sincerely appreciate it. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at 15 Minute You, Evan underscore 15 Menu, or on Facebook, at 15 Minute You. Get us up on Gmail. We'd be happy to hear your thoughts, whatever you do. Remember, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. That golf course fireball just like hit you. I thought, I thought you were, your screen was frozen and then we couldn't go. Oh. You were so paused in like this. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, and then I was like, what are we going to do with his computer desk? Yeah. No, no, that's funny. All right. I'll turn it off.